Welcome back to another episode of Square State Sandlot. Uh, I'm your host, Kyle Gilmore. As always, we got Bill Montoya holding down the fort. Um, we have a special guest with us today, Trent Williams of Trent Williams Outdoors, uh, another local yokel here in Wyoming. Um, we're going to talk about some sports here in a little bit, but before we get too ramped up, we want to hear about Trent Williams Outdoors, how you got started, and uh, kind of what you're what you're all about. Yeah, I mean. Uh... I guess in a nutshell, I uh, like maybe like you guys too, or like a lot of people, it was just me looking in the mirror and uh, trying to figure out what my dreams were. And I was seeing a lot of other people live my dream. And so I kind of decided to do something about it. I don't honestly know when I started this. I think like, oh, I don't know, 2013, 2015, something like that. And uh, at the time, I just wanted to portray um, hunting public lands, fishing public waters in a positive light. And uh, I thought I could do that. And obviously, you got to believe in yourself. I, in yourself, I still think I can. But um, that was basically the start of it. Was just, you know, not not getting so far removed from what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be a hunting guide. I didn't want to be a fishing guide. I just wanted to, in a perfect world, I wanted to be able to portray um, what I do for fun in a positive light. I like it. You know, yeah, from what I've seen, definitely do a great job of that. Well, thanks. <laughs> some of your hunting videos and definitely some of those fishing catches. So very well, impressive work there. To that point, yeah. I got to give you credit. Um, I mean, I know you can attest to the the hunting shows that we grew up with. Right. There, there's been a modern trend, um, you know, be it meat eater, you know, Stephen Rennell is the main one that jumps out to everybody, but there's been kind of that movement of more authentic and, you know, your, your host to your hunting show looking like somebody you could also go hunt with, not, this grand production. And I always had the hardest time getting into old hunting shows because they were so, I mean, cheesy and overdone and just, yep. you felt a disconnect. So I have to give you props because I think you are in that same mold. Well, um, thanks. Yeah. I'm, it, it looks like a hunting buddy was recording. I mean, you know, obviously a little better quality, <laughs> but you feel like you are a little more in touch with uh, what you're doing when you watch your videos. So I have to give you props for that for sure. Well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, those guys, Rennell is the king of, of I, I think, what everybody's trying to do For right sure. now. And there are, there's a there's a handful of guys that do a great job. I wish I was as good as them. Um, I mean, I have my wife kind of tag along with me and, and video some stuff. And that's about as, you know, as good of a videographer as I get besides trying to do it all myself. So it's tough to do, um, but it is rewarding. And, and it's especially rewarding when people get something from it. Absolutely. It's, uh, I guess while we're on that note, do you have anything, any, any big plans, um, this, for this fall or even anything before? Yeah, I drew, um, uh, Barbary sheep or an odd ad tag in New Mexico. That's about the biggest, biggest thing They're They're an introduced species. Yeah. Down into Southern New Mexico, but I've been trying to hunt them for a long time and, um, even got a hold of some guys in Texas to go try and hunt them. Um, kind of tried every avenue I could and finally drew a public land tag. So that'll be a lot of fun. That's um, awesome. I don't really know who's going to tag along with me yet. Everybody's kind of on the fence with this kind of stuff, which is understandable. But uh, between that and then I'll just, I'll have a, the, the draw hasn't happened yet, but I'll have a Colorado elk tag as well for the first time. I'm going in with 10 reference points and it only takes seven to draw. So I know I'll have it. Um, if, we end up striking gold in Wyoming's draw, then I may actually give that tag back. But uh, for now, that's that's the plans that are kind of set. 
Well, it sounds like you got a busy as usual. You always seem like you're pretty, pretty humped up with that stuff. Um, I do got to say you're wearing one. I got to give you a chance to uh, drop the shameless <laughs> plug here. Um, you do, you offer hats. I mean, your, your supplies, I saw your post the other day or maybe today. Yeah. Um, obviously with everything going on, uh, supplies are rough, but is that something you're going to be, um, trying to, I guess, have in the future? Yeah. I know everybody and, loves the design. Yeah. Which is, which is great. And I really didn't know how it would, you know, you think of something in your head and you don't really know how that's going to be, um, taken for, by other people. But uh, I sold out of the, my first order of hats quick. I, I've now made a handful of orders and I've, I've kind of just, I don't know, ordered different things and tried to keep everything fresh. But in this case, I actually got asked when I was going to get some more hats by more than a few different people. So I felt like I better make another order. Um, just talking about this with friends and family and talking about what we just did about, you know, the vision I had of kind of more video stuff. I really never even thought that I would be in this avenue to even sell clothing or, or any of, you know, my sense I'm of fashion sure. is pretty low. So <laughs> yeah, um, not the only one. Yeah. So for people to actually love it is surprising and, and it's great, obviously. But uh, yeah, so basically I've got a few more ideas. I'm going to roll out a few shirt designs probably when we get closer to fall and in the winter. But for right now I've got the hats will be here supposedly tomorrow. They're getting shipped from California right now. So got I, i've got a bunch left if anybody wants them i love Beautiful. it we're rooting for you man I, I i love just the fact that i mean of course where we're from you know hunting fishing just outdoors in general are so big um but i mean to see see a local boy on the magazines i mean i know you've <laughs> made a couple um even just to be doing something you're passionate about it's fun so well, we will be you. supporting you where we can I appreciate sure. it. Yeah, whether that helps in, let us know and we'll, we'll plug that link for sure okay absolutely all right well um i guess we've kind of talked before about what we you're go doing. before we go, go too much further do you want to plug your i think i think your youtube channel is just trent williams outdoors yeah. right yeah i'm pretty absolutely. easy to find on everything i, I uh I don't know how far to go into this, but I had what I thought was a pretty cool name called the Y Life a long time ago. And I had all these ideas um, kind of planned out for that. And then uh, I got an advertisement scrolling through Facebook that somebody had made the Y Life. So I had to kind of backpedal on that. But uh, <laughs> everything, yeah, I'm easy to find. Uh, everything's pretty much just Trent Williams Outdoors. YouTube's Trent Williams Outdoors. I have a Facebook page that's the same. And then Instagram is uh, at T Williams WY. We'll see if we can't when we when this goes live when we drop it tomorrow. Um, we'll see if we can't get some of them slapped up okay. there too. Cool. Get get the word to the people. Um, All right. <laughs> so I guess we we now know who you are, what you're doing. Um, I guess segue to me and Bill's passion project here. Um, we want to talk to you about sports. Um, starting off, I guess, what sports are you into? What got you into it? And then we'll kind of dive into them a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I love the NFL. Um, Denver Broncos are my team. They always have been from growing up. It helped that, you know, when we were younger, I was younger anyway, that they were awesome. I mean, it, so um, as far as that springtime, I, I, uh, I transitioned to baseball, love watching the Colorado Rockies. That's been quite the tough watch lately. Uh, Last couple of years. Yeah, still have a soft spot in my heart for them. 
Um, and then I, you know, I'll support any Wyoming sports as well. But uh, Love it. NBA I used to be into, can't really even stomach it anymore. And and trying to be a hockey fan, especially right now. But <laughs> who's your team in hockey? Avalanche. Just, I mean, I'm just I'm just pulling for the Avalanche because they're local and they seem to be really good. And I'm I'm trying to trying to not I'm be too it. much of a bandwagon fan. But no, that's a good yeah. time to get in. That's it. <laughs> I, I probably don't want to tell you who my teams are, but let's just say all my I, I teams are. I wanted to are, make a comment when you started, but all my teams are are local to the Bay Area, and that is they all used to be in Oakland, but obviously the Raiders are now in Vegas. You got yep. the Warriors in San Francisco, and then the Sharks are, you know, San Jose. A's mm-hmm. are still in Oakland for now, but they might be going to you know time. Vegas or Nashville or somewhere else. So we'll see. But I won't hold it against you, you're a Broncos fan. I yeah, I would just about, I don't know how far into the age you want to go, but I, I don't even know. I don't know what to say about them, yeah. The only thing that, that makes family. me happy is having you two on here. Um, I don't feel as lonely in my in my baseball fandom because we're all yeah. unhappy. So uh, exactly. all my teams are out of Pittsburgh. So Your Pirates um, just beat my Rockies, too. Uh, I, I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. I, I like the Rockies because we are competitive. Our games look good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, both sides. I mean, you guys won one of the three. The you only World Series I've been time. to so far is the Rockies back in, what was that, 2007, I think? Seven, yeah. Yeah. So I've got a soft spot for them. I mean, I'm definitely not a Rockies fan, but I love Coors Field. And, I love the venue. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to beat Coors Field. I mean, you can beat it, but not that I've been to. Yeah, I just went on Saturday. They played the Mets or Sunday. Well, Saturday they did too, I guess, a doubleheader. But Sunday they played the Mets, and that's the same thing. I was telling my wife, see that see that seat way up there in the rock pile, the one at the very end of the stadium? That's where I sat. No, I sat there in 09 when they went to the playoffs, and I was in Laramie. Awesome. But yeah, that's as close as I've got to it, too. Last game of the year, they, of course, lost while I was there. So That's yeah. always fun. <laughs> when we went to that World Series, my boss let me um, – basically use five different computers at work to try to get into the queue for the tickets because they were doing that online queue ended up getting two of them so me and a buddy went to them and i mean we were in the rock pile but hell it's world series you can't beat that right yeah well while we're on that i guess let's uh i want to hear your thoughts on all these teams let's jump into them and kind of hear who your favorite players are and Okay. We kind of talked about the Rockies Broncos. a little bit. Yeah. Just because I feel like everyone's picking them as a dark horse to to go to the Super Bowl and all that fun stuff. Obviously, they haven't been since How Peyton Manning. was it for you to say that? Retired. But <laughs> trust me, you could hear me just so, trying to get that out. But uh, uh, what are your thoughts on on what the, the Broncos have done this, this offseason and, and just go, go to that? Okay. Um, I mean – it's hard not to like what they've done. Uh, this is just the point where being a Broncos fan, you start to feel, I don't even know what the right word is, a little bit guilty because you, you whine and complain when they don't do anything during the offseason. And now it just feels like, you know, they can't grow a franchise quarterback to save their life. So you just go out and buy one. Started with Peyton well, now. It's, it's worked before. Yeah, exactly. It'll work. It just, you know, I, I hate to, uh, to basically – that's now the franchise just go pick up the best quarterback. But otherwise, I mean, like I said, otherwise I'd be complaining they didn't do anything and I'd be complaining about Drew Locke. So 
I guess the flip side is a whole lot better. Um, he, he's a tough watch. I'll tell you that. He is. <laughs> well, and that's a fair point. I mean, it's, you know, I, I always call it the Matthew Stafford effect because I think you're going to see that moving forward. Um, but at the same time, you guys were a team that, I mean, your defense is sound. The rest of your mm-hmm. team set up pretty good. You, I mean, you are a quarterback away, in essence, for competing with that division. So right, it was a good spot for him, too. Um, I mean, we'll see how it plays out, obviously. But I don't know. It's a crazy pickup. Not yeah, the only, thing, the only thing I wish they would have done, which is more of a nostalgia pickup than anything else, was went back and got Vaughn. I mean, he was basically begging to come back to the Broncos. I and I don't know how big of a pay cut he would have taken, but that just would have been – Neat to see. I think last year they said, and, and I don't have any reason to believe it's not the truth, but he was the last player from the Super Bowl 50 team. Is yep. even still on the team? Oh, I'm sure. Well, now it's a completely, you know, completely brand new team. Well, I don't think he was going to get six years and 120 no. million if you were bringing Russell Wilson in. So it no. would have been quite the pay cut. And obviously, I think that's why it didn't work out for for both sides. I think both sides wanted it to happen, but. At the same time, you don't want to make veteran minimum when you can get twenty million a year elsewhere. Yeah, and I didn't think he had. I didn't think he had a six-year deal in him, but I guess I don't I think he does still. <laughs> no, we'll see how that plays. Neither out. Neither do the Bills. To be it's fair, set up that way. They gave him essentially what's a, a three-year deal, but with three fairy tale years tagged on the end for cap reasons. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's it's how it works, though. I mean. It's it's a it's a good contract for both, but um, so I guess let me ask you this. I guess you mentioned Von Miller, but is there anything else you would have liked to have seen the Broncos do? Um, uh, I mean, anything, any position, I guess, whatever. No, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, I, I really like the receiving core. Um, they brought Melvin Gordon back I, for another year. It looks like so they've, it's a cheap they've got contract. Him. Yeah, they've got the same one two punch they had last year. The defense, like you guys mentioned, is solid. So. Um, I mean, really, just with the addition of Wilson, he makes you feel pretty good about the whole thing. Yeah. No, it's tough to fault them. I think their their only issues going forward are going to be you have a new head coach with, with a new offensive system. You got a new quarterback. So I think if they can get off to a hot start, they'll be in it at the end. But it, if if they get off to that two and six start or something, you know, I don't right. think they're going to do that. They have too good of a team. But if they get off to a slow start, it's going to be tough to overcome the division that they're in. So that's yeah, my that's only concern with the Broncos right now. And obviously they gave up some talent with acquiring Russell Wilson as well. I mean, most of them were role players, but you gave up your tight end one as well. So Correct, yep. So as far as your active roster, um, I mean, who, who are you watching on the Broncos right now? I mean, who, what players are you following? Um, I would say my, probably my favorite player is Tim Patrick. Um, just, I, I've always gravitated towards like the more humble guys, I guess the the showboat style, you know, doesn't really do it for me, but Tim, I believe he was undrafted free agent, um, and came in and has turned heads and, and I, I, I don't have a bad thing to say about the guy. Um, as far as, I mean, Favorite players in the NFL, I, I don't even know how many of them are on the Broncos. We mentioned Von Miller going to the Bills. I mean, I probably like you guys, I love watching Josh Allen. Love kind of oh, yeah. that's become everybody's second favorite team, I think. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, love watching a lot of guys around the league. And and I think in sports as a whole, not to get too sidetracked, but 
the loyalty aspect is really taking a backseat and even down to, you know, college sports. So, uh, it's tough to get, um, it's tough to get too too attached to a player anymore in, yeah. in any facet of sports. Well, the time you do, yeah. they're shipped out. That's it. Yeah. It's definitely a tough landscape, but Kyle and I, I think, are both pro players, so we, we try not to hold it against our favorite players for walking, especially when it makes financial sense for them. Well, I mean, but at the end of the day, do I want to race? Suck. Yeah, I want to yeah, race. Exactly. If, if I could use my talents to, to go to another company and, you know, make twice what I could make at my current one, I would for sure do it. But All right. I got, I got one last. Oh, sorry, Bill. Keep going. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say I got one last thing for the on the subject of the Broncos. All right, Trent. I want you to give me one, two, three, and four for that division this year. <laughs> Bill, plug your ears. No. <laughs> and if you yeah. say Raiders four, we're going to end this right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's well, a tough we'll call. It's a hard division. Yeah, and and quite honestly, I, I don't know how you feel. I've, I've seen a lot of negative stuff about Derek Carr, but I I kind of like the guy. Truthfully, we both like. Oh, him, I love him. Know. As a yeah. person, I I cannot so, speak high enough of him. So, team player for right. Sure. Um, so I mean, just I mean, I have to put Broncos one, Chiefs two, and then we'll just we'll throw Raiders three and oh, thank and God, put the Chargers <laughs> four. What a nice guy! What a nice guy! Yeah. Oh, all right. We beat up the Broncos enough, I guess, a little bit. No, it wouldn't um, surprise me if it if it was that order. Um, but that's I the think, thing. It could be any order. Well, it's and I think it's going to be like two games separating top to bottom in that division. So if if you have a rough stretch here, there it might it might put you at the bottom of that division real quick. So it's it's going to be interesting. I think everyone's going to have their eyes on the AFC West this year, and that's one thing that's super exciting for me. Obviously, I'm, you know, two and a half hours from Vegas, so I'm going to go down there and see a game game or two if I can this season. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, and the Chiefs the Chiefs don't look like, on paper, quite the team they were last year, but they're, no. they're still the still Chiefs. Deadly. So. They still yeah. have Andy Reid. They still have Mahomes. Um, they, they had a great draft class on paper, but uh, as we know, games aren't played on paper, so – they're going to need some contributions from that draft class if they're going to be at the top of the division. I don't quite honestly, I don't see them being at one this year. So I think they're going to get dethroned. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's move on to your Rockies. Um, diving into those guys. I got to ask, what were your thoughts on uh, Trevor story leaving? Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's back to not necessarily loyalty, but, the the players that the fans gravitate towards and there's only a few of them really really left on the Rockies and and they're they just confuse me I mean I don't I I don't pay as much attention as I probably could but you let go of Trevor Story and then they immediately bring in Chris Bryant and I had no idea we talked about it zero idea that was coming at all so if it was a money aspect I mean I understand the positions are different uh but they have it seems like plenty of outfielders um and needed a bat, which I understand because they just let go of story. So I just don't understand why they didn't spend that money there to keep a player that the fans liked. And uh, Chris Bryant still hasn't hit a home run as a Rocky. And he's back and now on the injured he's list. Out, today, isn't he? So. Yeah. yeah. He came back for a game, the game I went to. I, th- I think he was off the injured list the day before. He started Sunday and he hasn't started since. And he's back on the injured list. So not to say, I mean, I've loved Chris Bryant too. Watching oh, him yeah. from afar. Absolutely. It's just hasn't, hasn't yet. 
transpired in, in Rocky's land. I'm actually really glad you said that because we were scratching our heads pretty bad. <laughs> and it, especially because he is such a fan favorite or was, yeah. I mm -hmm. guess. Um, I mean, I still find myself rooting for him. And as sick as that makes me going for Boston or at least right. him once in a while, um, he's just a fun player to watch. So that was a gut well, punch for sure. He got off to a pretty slow start in, in Boston as well. I think he's heated up recently, but no, that was a move that was, yeah, definitely a head scratcher. I mean, you let story go, you're still paying Arenado, I think 60 million over the yeah. rest of his contract. Yeah. And then you bring in a, a high priced free agent like Chris Bryant. So there was a lot of moves there that didn't make a ton of sense. I mean, I know you're not going to get too many free agent pitchers to go to Coors Field because of how hitter friendly that park is, but seems like money that could have been spelt, spent better elsewhere, but it seemed like a, what I like to call an AIS signing, which is ass in seats. <laughs> that's what it yeah, is too. That, that's, that's very well. That's the only thing it really, it really boils down to, I think. Yeah. Well, and as much as I hate the terminology, I mean, I can relate obviously with Pittsburgh. You got to do what you can to get people in the seats right now. I mean, yeah, you mm -hmm. can't do it in Oakland. Just kidding, Bill. <laughs> well, uh, well, we'll talk about that more on, I know. on our we'll next get, one. We'll get wild. <laughs> because I'm so sick of, of hearing about that in Oakland. And it's like, it's like crazy said, to well, some of the sides people take. But yeah. um, I guess as far as your Rockies, then, I mean, I guess where do you see them going from here? I mean, is, nah. it, is, is it a rebuild? Is it, are they just trying to keep the lights on? What do you think's going on? Uh, yeah, I, like I mentioned in the beginning, they've, they've confused me so bad the last few years with the Arenado trade with what they did this year. Um, yeah. you, they had like Herman Marquez loves the place. Um, they had him sign. He, he's, a, you know, an ace pitcher. Uh, Freeland wants to stay. Um, sometimes he gets on my nerves, but you know, as far as pit starting pitchers go in Colorado, um, you know, he's done a good job. So they do have a few pieces that I just felt like at least pitching's always the pitching's always the the bugaboo in Colorado. Always has been as far as I've been. Yeah. Long as I've been yeah. And you guys mentioned it. Nobody wants to go there. So they got to grow pitchers. And and this year kind of felt like that I guess they did with the with the contract extensions uh, they handed out. So I had a little more promise when the year started. I mean, it sucked when Story left. Chris Bryant coming in, I thought they had some pieces um, uh, in the bullpen. And as of right, that just hasn't really come to fruition, and I doubt it will. They seem to always get to a hot start in April. It's fizzled. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be doing nothing but grasping at straws if I even tried to guess on their next moves. So, I mean, the only thing they got left really is to ship out Blackman, and that's about the last – loyal Rocky they've got that they could rebuild on. So, you know, I don't know what they're yeah. going to do. Well, and it's, it's tough to be in a division with the Dodgers spending close to $300 million on their right. payroll. Um, Denver is obviously a, a decent sized market, but it's not, it's not LA. And, and then is. you have, then you have the Padres and, and the giants that won 107 games last year. So, so it's a really tough division to try to compete in right now. So I'm surprised they even went out and signed Chris Bryant. It, it seems like more of a better idea to just start the rebuild and, and get it over with. But I guess Bryant at least gives the fans the illusion that they're willing to spend money and then keep them entertained somewhat. 
while probably not putting too much other resources into the into the payroll right now and and getting that those higher draft picks and hopefully rebuilding in the next couple of years but it seems like every time that the Dodgers you know someone's starting to age out they buy two more players so it's yeah. pretty pretty tough division to be in i mean it works <laughs> yeah unfortunately <sighs> what did you think about that Trevor Bauer suspension Two oh. years. <laughs> I mean, uh, I didn't read enough into it to, to really have much of an opinion. Um, I, I know I, <laughs> I know I hated him when he was pitching against yeah. the Rockies, so that's about that's about as far as I go on that. But well, and I, I yeah, think that's where a lot of people struggle, like splitting it, is everyone has their hate of facing him and the Dodgers, mm -hmm. and so it piles on top of everything else. Cause I'm the same way. I was like, good. And then <laughs> right. the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, ah, maybe it's a little heavy. I don't know. Yeah. Right. See, and he was actually yeah. starting to become one of my favorite players because he was actually vocal about speaking out about the problems in baseball right now and, and how he would like to see things change and things like that. And then this comes out, it's like, well, if, if this stuff is true, obviously there wasn't enough evidence or whatever to prosecute him in, in the court, but that he still has the, I don't know, civil case still outstanding, I think. So it's tough for me to say I liked him, but at the same time, if, if it was not true, then if he's losing two years of his career and quite honestly, I don't think anyone's going to resign him after this, even if he, if his appeal goes right. through and it's, it's reduced or, or even gotten rid of, it's going to be tough optics for any team that's willing to sign him or bring him back. I think the Dodgers are able to void his contract at this point. So definitely an interesting situation, but that could shake up the uh, NL West for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, I mean, we're, we're a long ways from seeing how it pans out, but yeah. Well, he should, he should have his appeal seen here pretty soon. I, I never saw a date on it, but I would imagine that's coming up I soon. Seen anything. Well, I mean, you right. usually don't see this kind of thing in baseball necessarily, no. you know, very rarely. But in other sports, like you're saying, it's it's tough for for players to to dig themselves out of that hole or, or climb their way back or however you want to put it. But nah, in the NFL, they just get 230 million fully guaranteed. <laughs> that's contracts. true. Yeah, that's true. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think mlb coming down on trevor bauer is going to lead the nfl to having to come down on deshaun watson so it would not surprise me at all to see him miss half the season if not more i don't think he plays this year i really don't yeah i think they have rights to him and that's all that contract is right now yeah so that'll be really disappointing for all the browns fans but I'm i think so old happy. kyle will be happy so happy they're, um, they're Browns fans. They're used to being disappointed yeah. at this point, you know. They just the most another name on the back of that. It's on that draft day. Exactly. True. <laughs> they win the draft every year, but it doesn't do. typically pan out. Um, well, yeah, no, we but... pick one every year. <laughs> All right, let's dive into All right, let's quit old, shitting the on post. the Browns for a minute. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All let's right, talk uh, about the brown and gold. I know the one thing I want to know for sure, we've talked about it a little bit on here, but um, have you followed the transfer portal at all? Um, followed it? No. I mean, <laughs> I know I've cussed it plenty of times, but as far as following it real closely and knowing the rules in and out, no. I. It's another thing where 
you know, it's all, it's like, it's a professional sports type deal in college. Oh, it's crazy. I know. I mean, I, we've talked about a little bit on here, but I mean, being a Wyoming fan, it's obviously terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. There people, you know, obviously the concern is they're going to come here, use it as a tryout <laughs> and then right. you know, jump somewhere else because it's happened. Um, we lost how many people did we lose? Like in that first two weeks, seven players I'm looking here. Uh, I know we lost all the quarterbacks. Yeah. 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 Levi Williams. uh, One of the, well, technically Sean Chambers too. Well, yeah, he wasn't going to play, but, and then Xavier Valaday. Yeah. We lost. So so starting running back, starting quarterback, backup quarterback, (laughs) and one of the best wide receivers that has ever graced the field in Wyoming. (laughs) Yeah, um, the one thing I the one thing I never thought would happen, um, and we've we've actually talked to him a little bit, but uh, Keelan Cox, defensive tackle out of Alabama, um, he actually transferred to Wyoming, so I'm I'm dying to get more information on that. I'm curious. I never thought people would utilize the portal to come to Wyoming. I thought it would be <laughs> only negative. So um, yeah, we're we'll see where that goes. So you guys, you guys know a whole lot more about it than, than I do or probably the average person, but is that, is it going to change? I mean, is it changing back or is this just the way college sports is going to be for indefinite? Quite, quite honestly, I think where this ends up in the next five years, I don't, I think it's going to be more of a semi-professional league because from the sounds of it, none of the, none of the heads of or commissioners of the existing um, conferences in, in NCAA, they don't have much of a reason for the NCAA at this point. So with all the money that's flowing through these NIL deals, it, I mean, you're essentially paying players to play for your schools anyway. So I think what what's, and this is, I don't know, maybe this is me just being like a conspiracy theorist or something, (laughs) but I think what's going to end up happening is you'll see teams basically paying to use the image and likeness of the school. Maybe they have the the football stadium since they already exist at the schools and just using their facilities and, and paying. And this is essentially going to be a NFL minor league scenario. Well, and I'm glad you said that because honestly, the only thing I think that prevents this getting out of hand is you would have to implement a semi-pro league, be it a minor league team for every NFL team. That's why you don't see this, um, you know, as big in other type sports, but your, your basketball and football is going to be hit hard with this. Um, That's the only way I see that going away is to implement some kind of a semi-pro league that feeds the NFL um, but then they're losing money on how the draft goes. And I mean, it's a whole big, you know, windstorm of money talk basically, but I agree. Well, it's, and- it's about the only way it, it could stop is if they do some form of semi-pro or it turns into one. From what I've been hearing, there's essentially a kind of like the NFL draft where slots are basically determining what you get paid. So from what I've heard, there's like slots for positions and what they're worth in NIL deals. So you have the top and they haven't named who this is, but if I were to say the top quarterback prospect that's out there right now, 
is worth $8 million in the NIL market, who would you say that is? Any oh, guesses? Man. I get pride boy out of uh, Bama. I'll, I'll give you a <laughs> hint. He, he has two, two people in the NFL that are possibly hall. Well, one's a for sure hall of famer also played for the Broncos and his brother also might make the hall of fame beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice shares the same last name with those guys. I'm stumped. Who? Arch Manning. <laughs> oh, duh. Oh, duh. Yeah. I can't so, believe I, I missed that one. So Arch Manning, there's rumors out there that he's worth $8 million in NIL money. <sighs> Which is insane, too. And he I hasn't mean... played a snap in, in college. So, Name and, brand, dude. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, and he's, from all reports, he has the goods, too, but... That's insane. Like you make $8 million before ever stepping on an NFL football field. Like there's first round draft picks that are making that over the course of their four year well, deal. I will say that's one other thing that I absolutely hate about it is how many players come into the NFL and it's the first time they've had money in their life and where that leads. So yep. now you're talking about that kind of money in an even younger kid's life. Exactly. I mean, I'm not yeah, saying no, it's, that younger people shouldn't have money, but it's like, man, you're really opening the door to some things here because he gets $8 million. Who, he have no reason to listen to anybody. Yep. Yeah, no, back, mean, to the, back to the transfer portal stuff. I mean, it, it's basically just a trickle-down effect of the, of the loyalty <laughs> card I threw out before. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's getting I lost mean, in, in all, all levels. So. And to be fair – college you're kind of used to that because the longest anyone's going to stay with your team is four years so you don't get too right. attached to players anyway i mean so it's not going to hurt i don't think it's going to hurt college sports as much as it's going to hurt like well it's already hurt nfl and nba for fan loyalty and stuff a lot of the people that are that have been fans of of teams as soon as the team starts to suck well their player left and went to this team so that's who i'll cheer for now but um, one thing i will say is like like Kyle alluded to, we thought it was going to be really bad for University of Wyoming, but Wyoming has put a couple of NFL players in the in the recent years. So I think that's helped bring a couple of these guys. Keelan Cox, yeah. defensive end from Alabama, that guy is going to be an absolute stud in the Mountain West Conference. And he brought his buddy from USC, Chase Locke. They're both from Texas. He brought him with him. So I think. Wyoming's probably just seeing what they've returned. As long as that quarterback they got from Utah State, Andrew Peasley, as long as he plays decent, I think they're going to have a really good season and and probably challenge Boise State and all those other power power teams from the Mountain West Conference to uh, to a title here. So it's I exciting agree. to see, and and hopefully the momentum keeps up. I think it will on the defensive side because what they're doing on defense is obviously succeeding in the NFL. You've seen Muma, Wilson, and plenty others, Tyler Hall, just in the last couple of years, for, for example. I mean, that's, so. that's all fine and well on defense, but you are very optimistic with the six plays that we call. <laughs> hey. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I was told that the only reason we only called six plays is because we didn't have any faith in the guys throwing the football. So, I can see that. I can see it. I, I can't because Williams threw the ball better than Chambers, but you know it's fine. 
Yeah, but neither one of them were. I mean, neither one's Josh Allen. We'll just put it that way. Well, even when they had Josh Allen, like That's it true. took four NFL players to make that offense even decent. <laughs> which is why when they got rid of vegan, I was like, this is the best day ever. Yeah. But then, you know, you had Bull dip into his back pocket for all his old buddies from the 1990s. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, I mean, that's that is a good point. And that's something obviously a lot of us are super proud of uh, kind of the influx of UW players. Um, and honestly, I mean, Josh Allen did a lot, you know, doing what he's doing. But I really do think that Logan Wilson to Chad Muma is going to be bigger for the school um, to put two players out same position, um, you know, for, for the same assets. People are looking at them in the same way. Um, I mean, it's really cool getting some notoriety for, I mean, I will always watch draft day every year, all the whole weekend. And to actually hear people talk about the university of Wyoming and the product they put out of their linebacker, uh, linebacker core. Um, it's just new. It's different. Uh, you know, we had flash in the pan kind of thing where, you know, I mean, to Sean Gibson, you know, he played in the league for a while, you know, he had a good career. So, I mean, we had players that made it, but um, we're, we're in foreign territory here to an extent. Um, I always thought Javon Bonite was going to be the next. Oh, man, know, me too. I like him. I think everybody did. Until <laughs> he yeah. ran like, what, a, a 4 nine forty at the combine or something, and they told him he was too slow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's have you try that again. Yep, you're as slow as an offensive line. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Back to uh, Wyoming with you. <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah. right. It's it's just good seeing. I mean, we're. I mean, it's just like Josh Allen. We we knew he was special, um, obviously before anybody else did. Um, but it's it's just good seeing you know national media actually start covering us. So it's exciting. I hope we keep putting players out. Well, and you yeah, know that folks are good. The fall is a whole lot better for for everybody me oh, yeah. myself mostly i can sit up there on the mountain and listen to Wyoming <laughs> games and be, and be a whole lot more happy than having to skip them or, or getting pissed off at them you know yeah that's for sure for sure well and then the basketball program is definitely on the way up as well um right Hell jeff linder and he just re he just signed that extension so he'll be there for probably at least the next two to three years even if he has offered a a larger contract elsewhere so Great to see that he'll be back, and I think that program's headed in the right direction as well. But with that being said, um, give us some of your your favorite all time athletes and 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 why they're your favorite all time. You talking from Wyoming or anywhere? Or anywhere? Doesn't matter. Broncos, um, Rockies, whatever. I I mean I I guess that that early to mid. 2000s is where a lot of my favorite guys are going to be. I love watching Trail Davis, Ed McCaffrey, Rod Smith. Um, love watching John Lynch just light people up on defense. Um, love Champ Bailey. As far as the Rockies go, um, Todd Helton was one of my favorites. He's one of those guys. I don't think he ever said a word while he was on the baseball diamond <laughs> unless somebody had to hear it, you know. Um, you didn't mention low. the horse face. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Don't Elway. say who's that. You know who I'm he, talking he loves about. LA. Bill loves LA so much. <laughs> oh, terrible. 
I'm not talking about um, Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm talking about the football player. <laughs> uh, who else you got? God damn it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, let's see. Let me get, let me try and get back on track. Um, I get pretty much that. I mean, I loved Arenado when he was at the Rockies, as far as uh, we mentioned some from, from Pokeland. Bow Knight was one of my favorites. Um, as far basketball, I used to love basketball growing up, and especially, obviously, you know, when they were good. They had Josh Davis, uh, Jay Strait. Justin Williams is one of my favorites. I, I, I became fascinated watching him block shots. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess I'll, those those teams that had at least a little bit of a run and, and made NCAA tournament or made the NIT or whatever was a stick in my brain. But uh, lately – like I said, the programs finally, as far as basketball, are on the way up, but there hasn't been a whole lot to cheer about on the basketball side for, for a lot of years. Yeah, no, Linder and Maldonado and, and Graham E.K., I think that all three of them, well, obviously Linder's coming back, but I think Maldonado and, and E.K. will come back. Um, Drake Jeffries, he's going to the NBA, which kind of surprised me. I mean, mm-hmm. I saw that he had the tools, but... I think another year probably would have early. suited him. But, I mean, it'll be exciting to see what they can bring in. I know they brought in, what, two or th- – I think they brought in two from USC and one transfer from UCLA. So, they're they're being picked as early favorites for the for the Mountain West Conference Championship this, this upcoming season, pending other moves from other teams. But I think it's going to be a good year to be a, a Pokes fan for sure. Yeah, what's Maldonado on about his seventh or eighth year? <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's like a super he's senior, I think. Yeah. Uh, he got the COVID year, right? He, he don't year. need no NBA. He's holding on. He's no. just going to stay there and transition to coaching or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else that you had, Kyle? Or I think we missed the how did you fall in love with sports question. <laughs> We, we, we jumped it. We did um, jump it. I guess, yeah, I mean, growing up and stuff, what was you, you talked about basketball a little bit, but um, I guess as our, our parting note, what got you into sports? What did you play? And um, I, uh, What really got me into sports was my uncle, um, as far as Wyoming sports is concerned. We used to go, well, A, I'd go over almost every basketball game and listen to it on the radio take stats. Um, and we do the same thing with football, just without the stats, but, um, you know, Wyoming games weren't on TV very much back then and, and sitting around listening to Dave and Kevin. I mean, <laughs> Dave's, Dave's eyes are finally starting to go, I think, but he's still a treat to listen to on the radio. Agreed. Um, growing up, I, I played baseball probably about like everybody, but I didn't watch it that much. That run in 07 is what made me a, a Rockies fan. Um, before that, I really didn't even watch watch professional baseball. Um, so yeah, I guess my really my first love was was the um, Wyoming sports, um, and then watching these guys transition into into the NFL or the NBA, and, and kind of latching onto them from there. And like I mentioned before, I mean the Broncos were good when I was younger. That made that easier to watch. They they were on every Sunday, <laughs> yep. as the local station, so made that simple too. Um, but yeah, I, I mean. I, I remember shedding tears after Wyoming games. And, and, uh, so I was, pre- I was pretty well attached back then, but, um, oh, yeah. now, I mean, it's, 
now it just has transitioned to, you know, my priorities are different. I have a family now. Um, and then with, I guess, just more, more concentrated on, on my own thing than I am um, sports as much as I was back then. Yeah. No, and I think, I think the first time that we actually semi hung out was we would do the basketball at the rec center every Tuesday. I think it was back when I was still in, in Wyoming. So I think that's where we yeah. overlapped a little bit. Are you still doing that or no? I, I haven't done that for years. I, I hear probably about, I don't know, once every, I think some guys did it last year or maybe the year before. I don't know. Maybe COVID shut it all down, but. Um, yeah, I, I got texted a couple times, you know, within the last handful of years, see if I wanted to go up there and, and I never go pick up game. But. <laughs> oh yeah. man, they were, they were pretty intense when you got all the guys that used to play basketball out there. Yeah. Everyone Everybody trying to be NBA players. legends again. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think we knocked everything we want to talk about. Is there anything else you want to say, um, before we let you go, Trent? No, just, I mean, thanks for thinking of me and, and having me on and letting me ramble about sports that, you know, I don't know near as much as I, I probably used to know. But, That's all uh, right. We do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but yeah, uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me on and uh, thanks for letting me plug all, all my stuff and, and uh, just had a great time with you guys. I appreciate it. No, thank you. I mean, um, we love having people on. So just anybody – Bill probably gets tired of talking to me every day, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's fun to shoot the shit with people. Um, other than that though, get us your information. Uh, we can, we can send it out with the posts and stuff. Okay. Um, anybody listening, throw some questions out for Trent and we'll try to pass them along. Yeah. And when you get your, your new stock in, just let us know if you got a link that goes to all your, your shops or whatever you got going, we'll, we'll post okay. that with, with this and, Everyone will, I'm sure, be happy to check that stuff out. Get one of those beautiful hats. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Kyle, it was great to have you on again. And we'll, we'll catch up with you guys next time.